Welcome everyone to the Financial Residency Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Newman, and this show is going to be a short bonus show for Veterans Day, honoring the sacrifices many have made for our country in the name of freedom and democracy is the very foundation of Veterans Day. So thank you, veterans. We love and support you all. I recorded a quick interview with Jeff, a team member from USAA at the USAA booth on the floor of FinCon. We discussed USA's financial readiness calculator that they have developed for their members. While I don't have or use USA, lots of clients and probably many of you do. They have really figured out how to market a complete package of products to their members. And while I don't love everything about them, I do love the idea that you could simplify your finances to one institution, which is really convenient and I think actually helps you understand your finances. Simple is almost always better when starting out. Yes, you can probably get your auto coverage or term insurance at cheaper places. I do wish they offered high yield savings accounts, but the premium you are paying to have it all in one place might be worth it to some of you. So let's jump in and learn about the financial readiness calculator by USAA. And if you end up taking the readiness calculator, come share your experiences with the community at financialresidency.com community, which takes you right to our Facebook group of almost a thousand physicians and their spouses, you know, or tribe. All right, let's jump in. Awesome. Well, Jeff, really excited here. We're sitting here at the USA booth and I have Jeff here from USA. We're going to be talking on their financial readiness score and everything kind of inside that calculator. So Jeff, let's kind of just jump right in and let's tell the listeners a little bit about what the calculator can offer and what they could do if they were able to run through this. Right. The end product is a financial readiness score on a scale of, of zero to 100. Closer to 100 indicates the better prepared you are. The tool itself asks a series of discovery-oriented questions and lifestyle questions about future expenses, current expenses, debt, and goes so far even to ask if you have a will, and then it will weight each of those appropriately. And then ultimately, it'll come up with a probability analysis that's built in that, that feeds into that score, and it's being constantly updated, and our goal is to have everyone do it at least once a year so that we can kind of track and monitor what success rate as it continually gets refined. I just went through a major revisions earlier this year based on the software calculations and we'll have uh, probably future iterations as well as we continue to refine it and use it as a predicting tool to help someone guide them down the path. Because when it generates that score and then how you answer some of the questions will drive a check sheet or checklist of things that are recommended steps of action. You know, go see an attorney to get a will done and so forth. That's great. So it's it's almost uh, like stepping in as like a robo planner, if you will. To a certain extent, you know, certainly doesn't have that human element is. Of course. You kind of do it on the front side and it's not, you know, you, you still have to take it with a grain of salt because it is software and computers and you still have to rely on somebody else to probably interpret it to more meaningful. So I've seen very successful members that I've worked with in the past not do well because they hadn't updated a certain thing on their FRS and they do go and update it and it moves the needle and it, it gets a better score. So it's fairly sensitive but again you need that personal touch to go in and you know interpret that data. 
Yeah, so this is a way basically for people to come in and say, hey, where do I stand? Where am I at today? It doesn't necessarily fill in the gaps on like, oh, you are spending too much money or, you know, here's how to fix it. But it'll say, at least the obvious, you're spending too much money. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, you know, future iterations could, you know, lead down the pipe to, you know, if we can, someone's bank doing their primary banking with us and spending, looking at their spending habits and integrating that into the financial readiness score so that, you know, eventually we can use that sort of data to say, hey, maybe we should consider changing your spending habits here and here. We notice that you're spending a lot at your favorite coffee shop. Instead of ever going every day, why don't you just trim it down to, you know, once a week or twice a week and still give some ideas on how to save money that people aren't used to because they, with the swiping of the car, it's just such an automatic instant gratification. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously a, a huge issue. And we've talked a bunch about that actually on the show in previous episodes. What I want to ask you now is, so they, they've got basically some cash flow. You've got some estate planning. What else are you guys, are you guys evaluating insurance through there? Yeah, all, the all entire suite of USA products to include insurance, banking, investments. You know, as you input the data down to asset allocation and, and seeing how, you know, it's a mini financial plan of sorts. And it's mm-hmm. a high priority for our CEO. So it's something that our our advice group takes seriously and, and constantly looks at how to improve because we see it as a valuable tool that our members can use to help improve their financial readiness in their current state. So a lot of the listeners right now are either residents or have just finished training. They maybe have never looked at a readiness score. They maybe they've obviously, hopefully, knock on wood here, have gotten a lot of good advice or um, I should say good education around their personal finances, but maybe they've never done a plan or thought of it this way. Is it something that everyone can run on your site or is this this basically done through members only? Right now it's members only. In future states, we do have some tools that you don't have to necessarily be a member or log in to get that information so that you can you know, store it online. Some, some of our tools will just let you uh, run it once and mm-hmm. maybe take a screenshot and print it out. But at this point, the FRS, as it continues to evolve and we continue to refine it, is based on the member login and on the member site only. Of course. So I have uh, quite a few clients that bank with you guys that use your services. And what's interesting is I, I want to know what's in your water because it's it's one of these things where it's uh, as we're walking through some of the steps and it's like, oh, I bank with USA. And immediately I know, okay, well, you're going to have insurance through USA. You're going to have investments through USA. It's kind of an all-encompassing thing. How do you guys um, kind of attribute that success? Because I, I think that's quite remarkable and in this day and age with all the different technology and all the places they can quote that they use you guys for everything. To me, our best product as a USA member since 1991, to me, it's the customer service and the the folks on the phone. When I call, I know I'm going to get a consistent story. I'm going to get high level of customer service and I'm going to be told the truth and have that being assessed the right way. Um, The company is very concerned at all times about the brand and making sure the brand's protected. So where companies are often driven by profits, we kind of step back and say, "How you know, is it the right thing to do? And we, we have a very particular mission that focuses on becoming the financial provider of choice for all of the military community. And in doing so, we guard that, we provide advice, 
and we do that early in their life all the way up to their death. And you know, providing that customer service to me is probably the, the big cornerstone there. Yeah, it speaks volumes about you guys. And while I don't use you specifically, knowing that probably a quarter of my clients do use you guys and it is all encompassing. It's just it's just quite impressive what you guys have been building. With respects to the, the FRS, is there maybe anything that I left out in terms of questioning that um, you know would be of value to people as they go through and run this maybe for the first time? Well, the one thing you said earlier about a lot, mentioned in, in describing a lot of your uh, clients as uh, having access to the education. You know, there's in the old days uh, when I first started the industry, it was a lot of you know read the books, read the magazines, and get that build up that understanding. Nowadays, there's a tremendous amount of information out available to people. You know, knowledge is one thing, but interpreting that knowledge in the practical application, as you know, it is the difficult part and that's where relying on a, you know someone that you trust and uh, has the background to answer those specific questions that are in accordance to the internal revenue code um, the current laws and stays abreast for that understanding a lot of your clients or physicians after medical school their education then starts right and it's a lifelong learning process and that's where as professionals in the financial services industry we like to make sure that we uh, continually stay on top of things and help our clients understand changes in legislation and the nuances that just because it's available it may not be available to their specific situation or even the best idea for their specific situation yeah it's great and you know those listening my average clients about two hundred eighty three thousand dollars of medical student debt when they graduate so we're talking quite a bit of money and most of them I would say they don't come out with any financial education and that's really what this podcast is about is providing that education to them so I love that you guys are kind of taking the forefront with your members and putting out something, at least so people can start talking about it. At least so they can kind of go into it and go, you know, where am I? Like they have, most of them have no idea. And that's okay. If you're at that point and you don't know where you're at and you're a member of USAID, I, I definitely think you should be running this and understanding just from a high level, hey, here's my score and doctors are competitive. They're going to want to improve it. So it's, it's getting them to do it, getting them to start. So I love this is what you guys are doing. And that's a great point is educate yourself, but getting started and taking that actual advice and putting your foot down and starting to walk is the, always the hardest thing. And, you know, everybody is going to make financial decisions that they're going to have to live with at some point. It's making the right ones in the future and educating yourself and um, getting a better understanding uh, of what we do. And that's what I think USA does really well in our effort to protect our members from, you know, whether it's lending predators or unscrupulous people in the industry we want to make sure that they can make an informed decision and uh, are able to protect themselves along the way so that there's less damage on the the backside and as you know the big advantage that most of your members have being young is that they have the time value money on their side so even though they're in a lot of debt they can still see the light at the end of the tunnel because they have time and a big potential for earning and that's uh, not everybody has been blessed with that people just have the $283,000 in debt and not have that potential for earnings where it gets real problematic yeah and hopefully we're reaching enough at an earlier stage in the career that they're not exploding that lifestyle creep that's uh tends to happen or be plagued with around physicians so i love what you guys are doing how does one become a member there's certain member criteria, whether it's through a legacy of sorts, where if one of your parents was a member, 
you're entitled to become a member if you serve in the military and are honorably discharged. Those are all different ways, the two most common ways, if you will, for people to become members. And there are other ways. Some of our service are available for non-members or non-military affiliated people, and we want to help. And but your core product, yeah, is, our core is products are our, our core mission is directed toward the military and those military families and associates. So, um, if you go to the USA website, the eligibility descriptors are there, and, and they can talk you all about that. Perfect. Well, I appreciate your time today. I'll make sure that I link the FRS in the show notes. Go to financialresidency.com, check it out, and uh, be able to take this and at least jumpstart and understand where they're at today. I think that's really important, and thank you for your time. Appreciate the opportunity to speak to you, Ryan. Thank you. And that wraps up this bonus show honoring our veterans that we love and support. Next show will be with my new partner, Casey Kress, certified financial planner and a new advisor over at Physician Wealth Services. We'll be talking about the 12 toddler steps to gain financial freedom. Have a great yesterday. Cheers. Cheers.